This is episode number 14, the four ways to maximize your tithing. Giddy up. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while well, you're at the right spot? Finding a solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? We are back. Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. And I wanted to talk about something near and dear to my heart because at the end of the day, my story was changed because of tithing. Now, the thing is, the whole purpose of this podcast is to speak to world-changing entrepreneurs who will be able to solve the world's problems, ease its ills, all to the glory of God. And at the same time, provide radical giving. Now, I talk about tithing because tithing really, really, really changed my life. And when I was down and out and couldn't find a way up, it was God talking to me about tithing that really made the difference. And so I wanted to just share with you three benefits of tithing that... Actually, I'm going to make it four. Let's make this four. Four benefits of tithing that you can apply right now. Four benefits. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care what denomination. If you are looking to change your life financially and in other ways, tithing is the best thing that you can absolutely do to do just that. So let's start with number one. Do not do it grudgingly. Do not do this thing grudgingly. Do not Go up to somebody's church, to somebody's offering, giving in your money, grumbling and complaining the entire way. Oh, I can't believe I got to give this thing in. I got to give this thing in and so on and so forth and blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you something. It were better for you to just keep the money. Keep the money. Go to Burger King. Popeyes, do something else with that money. Do not give it away because you are not going to get any kind of benefit from doing that. You might as well just keep the entire check. The word of God says, Paul says it at least, but this I say, he which sows sparingly shall also reap sparingly and he sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. And before that, he says, do not give grudgingly or of necessity Because somebody talked you into it. Because somebody motivated you to do it. It has to be a conscious decision on your part. And my friend, if you do not want to do it, do not do it at all. Keep the money. So the first thing, do not do it grudgingly. It took me a while to actually get that. To learn not to do this thing grudgingly. So after you learn... Not to do it grudgingly, but of do it happily because that's the kind of giving that God wants anyway that you're doing it happily. The second thing you want to do is that you want to give thanks for its multiplication. 
The Bible says that when Jesus had two fish and five loaves of bread, he had 5,000 men, not to mention women and children. He took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise the of the fishes as much as they could. So when he had it in his hand, it was not enough. And when he gave thanks, it became more than enough. So when you give your tithe, my brother, my sister, give thanks for its multiplication. Father, this is what I have. I am thanking you for multiplying this right now. I am thanking you for for making a way out of no way. I am giving this to you in faith. There is something about giving something that you don't have to and then give it it in faith. It, it's crazy how how something like that can completely like you can, I, I don't I don't think God can be manipulated. But I think if there was something that was near and dear to his heart, I think it'd be gratitude and faith. Those two twin battering rams and, of course, living a righteous life before him. But when you give this in, I want you to give it. And thank him for his for its multiplication. That's the second thing. Number three, you need to give thanks for the abundance that is connected with it. Now, this is where I can't understand people because people say, well, I give tithes and, you know, I, it's a, I don't want to believe God for abundance because that's some kind of prosperity gospel thing. And 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 I just want to give God and, and believe, you know, that he'll supply all my needs, which he will. And I don't want to have to believe for more than enough because, you know what I'm saying? That's just not the way I'm, I'm, I'm into that. I'm not into this whole prosperity gospel. Let me explain what I did. So when I gave God the tithe and I thanked him for it throughout the week, very well that day. I would be going around and saying, Father, I thank you that you teach me how to profit and you lead me in the way that I should go. And thank you that as I listen to you, my peace and prosperity, like the flowing river, like you said in Isaiah 48, I thank you that I am blessed and the blessing of the Lord makes me rich and he adds no sorrow with it. I thank you that you now open the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing that there is not room enough to receive it. And you rebuke the devourer for my sake. I thank you that as I honor you with my substance and with the first fruits of all my increase, my barns, my bank accounts, my savings accounts are filled with plenty and my presses burst out with new wine. I was thanking him for the abundance that came along with the tithe. That's what I did. Broke, didn't have a dime, didn't know where the money was coming from, but that is what I did. And you could complain and say, oh, my God, that's prosperity gospel. I'm not into all that Creflo Dollar and Kenneth Copeland. If 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 God gives a promise connected to tithing, God did it. Why then would I want to discount the promise that he gave? And then people say, well, you don't want to take it literally. You don't want to take the word of God literally. That's, that's like saying, well, Paul said, you know, if you if you believe in Jesus and, and you confess him, then then you will be saved. That's like some numb nut coming around and saying, well, you can't take the Bible literally. That doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be saved because, you know, you're not going to die yet. And you know what I mean? That's like complete nonsense. So, yes, after you tithe, after you give in that money, what you want to do now is start priming yourself priming yourself, changing yourself. And I mean, not just your mind. I'm talking about the spirit of your mind. 
your spirit. And you do that with the word of God and start thanking him for the promises. You got to search it. Of course, you got to search every promise related to and connected with it and thank him for it. And as you begin to do that, you begin to change your whole mindset. Your whole paradigm will shift because now you are on his frequency. And the fourth thing as it related to tithing. Now you've got to be focusing on more income. You do. You got to focus on more income. Look, I'm, I, you, I know you should be grateful for the job that you have. But you need to be looking at ways of more income. I think one of the benefits of tithing is that it almost forces you, yes, to be thrifty, but it also forces you to be industrious. Because now you're starting to think, all right, I got to make more money. This check that they are giving me does not reflect the worth I am as an individual. What do I need to do? And you start thinking like that. That's when things begin to change. That, that, that's what I did. I don't, I don't know what the rest of you, but that's what I personally did in order to change and rearrange my life. And it's what I'm doing now to keep it going to the next level. Six figures are cool. Seven figures are better. Seven figures are cool. Eight figures are better. Eight figures are cool. Nine figures are better. Because the good thing is that when you learn how to give on small levels, he can then trust you to give on larger levels. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 in the Amplified, God is able to make all grace of your favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. And it also goes on to say that you possess enough to require no aid or support and furnish an abundance for every good work and charitable donation. So that's all we got. That's the benefits that you can use today. That you can use today to maximize your giving. And as you do that. And as you do what he says, and as you and as you thank him for it, know that he is right behind you and his blessings are upon you and the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. But till next time, talk to you later. Peace.